We take in multiple forms of media every day. TV, movies, podcasts, music, and games. What media have we been consuming lately? More importantly, what media would we recommend to you, the listeners? Today on the Going Off Topic podcast, a media check-in. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. What better way to pass the time during this quarantine than with a new free book? Head over to audibletrial.com slash goingofftopic to start today. That's audibletrial.com slash goingofftopic. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anything But Credible Network. Joining me via FaceTime, it's truly an honor. It's Tony Stark. Oh, nope, nope. Wait a second. <laughs> Facial hair threw me off. Oh, boy. It's actually Duke from the Anything But Credible podcast. What's going on, man? How you doing? <laughs> foshi, foshi, foshi. Jokes, jokes, jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, man? I'm doing good. Thank you. I uh, hope you're doing the same. Tony Stark. Uh, you know, it's funny that you say that because I got to tell you, I always questioned, and I don't know, maybe this is a comic book thing, but like that was the first thing I noticed that, you know, they never change his facial hair. Yeah, always so, the same. Like, is that how it really was? Because I don't understand the like curvy pointed sideburns thing. It's tough. It, 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 is that supposed to be cool, or is that supposed to play to his like kind of ass assish personality? <laughs> I, I don't know. Either way, it doesn't matter. But yes, the the facial hair is still here. It is not Tony Stark esque. <laughs> but uh, Foshi, back at you, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, I, I've I, I've you know, I have the full beard and a couple of times I've trimmed it down and shaved it. I've tried like the Tony Stark, just like, just to see what it looks like, walk around with it for a day. And I mean, it is tough to get those, those I, sharp lines as, as, as crisp as his is, um, not, not to like go off on a, a, a hair tangent here, but so I just shaved my head, just picked my head fresh, clean. And I was wondering, you know, th- this is probably the one question I have from the last dance, the, the, you know, the Jordan documentary is how in God's name is his, he never has stubble ever. I've never seen Michael Jordan with stubble like ever from college to now. It's always fresh. Do you think he just doesn't have hair that grows in or you just get like get a haircut every day? I'd be lying if I didn't think about this too, because here's the thing is <laughs> there, I, I, I don't know what the odds are, but I bet they're high that we don't like we haven't seen a clip. We've seen clips of a lot of things, but we haven't ever seen a clip of him shaving his own head or someone else shaving his yeah. head that I can think of. So are we going to see that nine and 10? I doubt that. But I'm right there with you. I just would assume that since he, like, I don't know about his early days, but I would just assume that, you know, when he became the MJ that we all know, that he was so, it was so popular that he couldn't go outside, so he just picked his own head. I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah, where's where's the photos and the video of somebody, him, like, shaving his head, right? It has to be something out there. I know. Who has that picture? It's probably worth a billion dollars right now. Think yeah, about somebody that. has to have that yeah. because I... A lot, you know, a lot of guys that are balding want their hair to grow back. I am the complete opposite. I've been losing my hair for a long time, and I just wish it would never grow back because it's just so. Now that I've just embraced like shaving, either bicking it or just shaving it, no guard with an electric razor. It's it's. I've just embraced it, and I love the way it looks. Man, I just it's just so annoying to have to do it every two weeks and just get rid of it. I honestly wish there was some way that I could just get rid of it all, you never might, have it grow. You back. might be able to laser it off. I don't know how that works, but you know the good, I know. the good thing about you, Foshi, is that you. You can pull it off because you you can grow a, a thick full beard, which by the way is looking yeah. very nice. Um, <laughs> th- but that's been the interesting thing for for my trials over here and the, the facial 
department, I guess, is just because, you know, it was a good learning thing. You know, I, I, I learned, we, we learned what worked, what didn't work. So I would say, you know, out of all the quarantine things that we've talked about so far and, and the things that we're going to talk about, which is, mm. you know, the things that we've consumed during this quarantine, one of those things, not necessarily media related, I guess, but I would suggest everybody test out the, <laughs> test out the hairdo and the, the facial hair and, and all that stuff and see, you know, try out some new things, test it out. Yeah, for sure. Now, like you said, now's the time to do it. I mean, whether you're on, you know, Zoom calls or Microsoft Teams calls or whatever, hey, you, uh, you can't really get a, a, a good look at somebody through those calls. You can manipulate things. And if you're, I mean, if you're going for, if you want to try a new hairstyle or a new facial hair, you either got to try it now or just fully embrace it and just go to your meetings and, and just, I mean, just do it. Uh, that's the thing. Yeah, that's true. Because especially, you know, people accept the fact that people, most people can't get to a barber or anything. So their hair is crazy. They, people accept that. So they also accept you. You try it's this weird thing that has happened. You know, I am not a facial hair person, but everyone that I do come across, they're okay with it. Nobody's been like, yeah. Oh, you can't you can't why are you doing everyone is just kinda say like everyone it's almost like this understood thing that people are just trying new things because they're stuck inside all the time. You know what I mean? It's kinda weird. You can get away with a lot more now, I feel like. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, to get back on topic here, to go on to get off of our uh, our hair, facial hair conversation, uh you know, first we'll start off. How's quarantine treating you? You hanging in there? You, you doing anything special or just just hanging out, working? Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Definitely same old, same old. Lucky to stay busy. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I've I've actually, you know, from the last time that we've talked about this, I've actually left the house a couple times for mm. to to do a couple <laughs> random things. So you know, I, I wouldn't say that I'm really like it's. I'm not less like um, opening up completely yet, even though I know a lot of places are even here in Missouri are. Uh, I'm not, we've talked about this off air, but you know, I'm not in that, that group. So I'm, I'm very much still hanging out at house at the house, but, uh, funny enough, I mean, this is why, what we're going to do today, I think is going to be interesting because I, I really have just, I'm very content staying here where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And that's because I have so many things to kind of take in and a lot of different media, you know, a lot of different stuff that I've just honestly, folks, I've just been consuming all over the place, video games, uh, movies, TVs. Music for sure, podcasts, like all the stuff we talk about. But then on top of that, I started kind of diving into books a little bit, audio books, nice. like a little nice. bit. Of, you know, I'm, I'm expanding a little bit, so I'm I have plenty going on over here. What about you? Yeah, same old. You know, same old, same old. Just leaving the house to you know go to the store, or we're taking the dog for a walk, or going to PetSmart to get him food. But you know, other than that, we're we're just hanging tight. We're you know waiting it out, trying to see what's going to happen here. But uh, I guess you know you kind of answered my first question before we actually dive into our recommendations. It sounds like. Your the first question I've written down is you know has your media intake grown or changed and it sounds like for you it's definitely and I, probably for everybody me for me for sure it's definitely grown I'm taking in a lot more things and taking in some new things uh, that we're definitely going to cover so uh, I think it's the same for you I mean if you want to just answer or yeah you know, we can move past that yeah I would say exponentially yeah for sure like okay. a lot more yeah yeah for sure because you know we're we're stuck inside whether we're even working from home i you know I, I listen to a lot more podcasts and things when i'm working not in the office with other people uh so exactly uh okay so i think you know i have another question are, are you doing any new media but that's going to come out when we actually get to some of our recommendations and things like yeah. that so we're going to discuss what media we've been taking in and what we would recommend to the listeners you know whether we give it a, a rating scale one through ten or i know i know you're a big fan of the tomato meter we can do that for some of these too but let's kick it off with uh with tv um, I have, man, since we've recorded one of these, I've taken in a lot of TV. Let's hear it. I think my, my TV watching has 
it blown up. Like that's what Ellen and I were talking about a couple of days ago. We're walking the dog and we were like, we've have watched and finished so many TV shows and our movie. I've, I got a couple of movies written down, but our movie intake has definitely uh, faltered since this has began. So TV, I'll run, I'll just run through the quick list and then I can hit, get a little bit. The last dance, obviously the Jordan documentary. Oh, yeah. I didn't even put that Lake, down. Yeah. So I'll go through and we can, you know, we'll, we'll go back through and kind of give our uh, conversation on these. So last dance, Lego masters, devs on Hulu, the wire, big little lies and Ozark. Uh, the last dance. I don't really know if there's anything that either of us need to say about yeah. it. It's incredible. Yeah. It might, it's one of the most entertaining, just uh, cool documentaries to sit back and watch 10 episodes, an hour each super entertaining, but behind the scenes, look at Jordan. I, I mean, absolutely love that. So if you, if you're not watching the last dance, I mean, you're missing out, whether you're a basketball fan, an NBA fan, or just, you know, and I don't even know if you have to be a sports fan, just if you want to, Jordan was more than an athlete. He was just an entertainment icon, possibly the most famous person of all time. Um, so definitely check that out on ESPN. The next one I've written down is Lego Masters. Uh, Ellen and I watched that. Are you have you heard of Lego? No, Masters? I don't know what that is. I was going to say you got to fill me in on that. What what is that? Okay, so Lego Masters is a show on please, either NBC or ABC. Please, please don't tell me that this is just watching people build like murals or sculptures made out of Legos. No, right? Okay, so it's a little bit like that. When it first came out, I was like, oh, it seems interesting, but it seems kind of weird. Uh, it's hosted by Will Arnett, okay. who is hilarious, great host. And they have these, so they start off, they have 10 Lego masters that they they call them, 10 people, 10 teams. There's like a father-son combo. There's friends. They come in. They're from all around the country. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to check this out. It seems kind of corny and I'm probably not going to really like it. But man, we got sucked in big time. It's super entertaining just to watch these people. So they'll give them, they have to build uh a, the tallest building they can build, but it also has to have some kind of theme behind it. And they have to build, you know, certain things inside the tower. And, uh, there was another one. They, they ran up and they had little like, uh, popcorn buckets. Each popcorn bucket represented a different movie theme. So they ran up, they grabbed the popcorn bucket and they're like, Oh, we have comedy. So now these two people just have like 14 hours to build a Lego set based what? off a comedy movie. Jeez. It's, I mean, it was, it's, it's pretty, it's really entertaining. It's just cool to see these people, uh, come up, come up with these ideas and just how they're able to build these things off the top of their head. They, you know, they just have literally millions of Lego bricks, just the bricks themselves. They have to run up, grab all the bricks. There's not like a model or a form or instructions. They just build it off the top of their head and just, that's it. It's so cool. Uh, I, I was, even as a kid, I was never like a huge Lego person, uh, I just didn't, I wasn't creative enough or an engineer to figure out how to build stuff. I have one Lego thing. My sister got me a couple years ago for Christmas. It's the Ghostbusters car and it came, but that came with instructions. So I just built off the instructions, which was cool. But I mean, these people, it's, it's pretty incredible the stuff that they built and you know how they come up with all this stuff. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for something, just, it was the perfect show to put on while we were eating dinner. You don't have to pay super much, like a a ton of attention, but we definitely got sucked in. I mean, there are people we were cheering for and hoping they would win. (laughs) At the end, so it's cool. That sounds cool. Yeah, I think that would be a nice thing to switch up a little different than what I'm used to. What would you say that was on? It's on. So we got it. We were watching on YouTube TV. It's on one of the major channels like NBC or ABC okay. or CBS. I can't remember which one, but 
yeah, we went back and you know we just watched it all. Uh, it took us I'm a, a, probably a week or two because I think it's only ten episodes an hour each. You pop it in, you, you fly through, and okay. then you move on. But nice. I would definitely uh, tomato meter. I'd say, you know, if you're just looking for something to, to pop in, uh, seven out of ten probably. It's it's high. I think it's fun. It's entertaining. Cool. Um, okay. The next show that I know that you've watched too is Devs. Yeah. Uh, on FX on Hulu. Um, it. <sighs> I don't really. I mean, I don't want to give too much of it away. It's it's a short mini series. Um, that I, I don't really know. Like I watched it and I haven't really thought about it since. I thought it was it was decent. Yeah, it was the way we've talked about it already. Uh, you know, texting back and forth, but the way that it was shot, the way the story was told, was pretty cool. Uh, just but other than that, like the story and the acting, and it, it was okay, but it wasn't like something that blew me away. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. I think overall, the, the the show itself, the vibe, all of that is right in my wheelhouse. Uh, not so much the, the sci-fi aspect of it, mm-hmm. but overall, it's that's the exact kind of media type that I like. Uh, and so I thought it was good. I thought it, I, and I thought it, it. We agreed that it though it looked great. I thought it was the way yeah. that it was actually made was was I think was just a very well I mean well done job all around. The storyline, oh, okay, all right. The ending, uh, uh, all right. You know, and I, and I, th- I, you know, I just it wasn't something that I was. Uh, I I love Alex Garland, like you said. I love all of his stuff. All of it is great. It's really great. It's just not. I, I mean, I just didn't put it at the top. It's not. It's not like a top a top thing for me. But yeah, I would definitely give it high. I mean, I I would put it in. I don't know how you feel, but you know, tomato meter for me, I put it in the high. High seventy, mid eighty percentage. I mean, I, it, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely something that I would watch. You know, I'm glad I watched it, but it's not something that you're gonna go back and rewatch. You know, it's not like one of those shows. Yeah. It's only eight episodes, right? Yeah, and that's the other thing too is that you know, I, easy to watch. I, yeah, it was. It, it was easy watch. It's not something you know, you you could, you could fly straight through it easy. Uh, the next thing on my list is Big Little Lies, which is on HBO. I mean, the cast for this show is just. It's crazy. Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, uh, Meryl Streep comes in season two. Uh, Adam Scott is that the guy from the the comedian from Step Brothers and stuff like that? He's in it. Uh, uh, Zoe Zoe Kravitz is in it. Laura Dern. I mean, the cast is crazy. It's basically like a an I would say an HBO soap soap opera, pretty much like just a drama. Uh, it follows these uh, rich people in California. And, you know, it just, it, things just spiral out of control and get really crazy. You find out how all their lives are intertwined. They're all friends, but underneath that friendship, there's other things that have happened to build this, you know, this high tension and Ellen watched it and I was like, Oh, I'm kind of interested in checking it out. I've heard a lot about it. Um, and she watched the first episode and I was like, Oh, you know, she asked me if I wanted to watch it. So we went back and watched it together. Again, it's HBO. So it's only seven or eight episodes a season, I think an hour each really it's entertaining. It's just a, a soap opera, basically that a drama filled uh, lives of rich people in California, but I liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I mean, that's a big time show, right? That was somewhat, that was, a, those are uh, award winners, right? That won a few yeah. awards and everything. So that's, that's, that's a legitimate, it's a legit show. Yeah. I mean, the cast is, is, is incredible. Um, and like I said, season two, Meryl Streep comes in you're like, holy shit. I mean, I don't know how it could get any bigger. And then she comes in, 
Uh, I would rank it pretty high on the tomato meter. I thought it was really interesting. Ellen and I were just talking. We're like, man, I, I wish we had more to watch. Okay. Uh, and I wish there was more. So I'd probably say... Well, that's a good sign if you wish there was more. Give me a percentage on that. Uh, I mean, I would say like 82%. Okay. that's that. I mean, that's good. That, that's good. Like, yeah. me and you, we're used to 2K ratings, I think. For everyone out there who doesn't know, you know, 2K, the basketball game... It, you get you like nobody is a hundred, okay? You don't get a hundred, and, and you get ninety eights, ninety nines every once in a while. But those are like legendary players. You know, you're talking low. If you're a really, really good player, it's like low nineties. So I think I think that's safe to say that we we. I don't know. Am I speaking for you when I say that? At least for me, I I apply that kind of like you're you're mid nineties. That is like a an all timer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, you're I'm definitely on the same page there. Like I wouldn't rank, you know, it's only two up two seasons in, so you know, who knows where it's going to go from here. It's just got every episode it's like, "Oh my god, something else crazy just happened." And you just learn more and more about the backstory yeah. of things. So, uh the first season is kind of like uh it starts off with a bang, there's something, you know, a big a, a murder that happens and you have to, it's like a who done it in season 1. Season 1 wraps up, you figure out what actually happened and then season 2 is about, you know, where people are going from that. So, I would like I said eighty two to to eighty five percent. It's it's really good. I wish I can't wait for you know whoever know who knows when season three is coming back. But just watching those six or seven of the highest, uh, you know the best female actresses in the game all together. It's just it's awesome. Uh, the last okay. So I have two more written down that we can run through real quick. Uh, the Wire. I've restarted watching for the third time because The Ringer is doing a podcast way down in the hole with Van Lathan and Jamel Hill. They're watching every episode and then going back and doing a podcast on every episode where they you know, break down, they talk about it. It's super interesting. To me, The Wire is my fa- probably my favorite show of all time and the greatest show of all time ever made. It's incredible. So uh, The Wire is, you know, Tomato Meter, it's, it's like a 98. Yeah, well, I love it. I'm interested to hear when you do finish it, when we do our next check-in, when, when, you're, when it's over on, like, you know, this time around, if anything changed for you, better, yeah. worse, whatever, I'm, I'm interested to hear that. Yeah, it's cool with the, with the podcast. You know, I watch an episode on the on uh, of the show, and then I go back and listen to that episode on the podcast right away. Uh, it's cool to you know just to oh, you're like oh man, I, that's how somebody else saw this happen, or that's what somebody else took away from that. So definitely, you know, that's a, a podcast that I was going to get to later. But way down in the hole with Van Lathan and Jamel Hill is it's really cool. Those those two are really good together. Uh, last TV show I have is Ozark. I actually so. Season three came out right before we did our last media check-in. I binged season three in, I don't know, a couple days and absolutely loved it. And then Ellen was like, I convinced her to watch it. So we actually rewatched it from season one together. Ooh. That show is, I know you haven't watched it. I know you aren't get, I haven't tried to get into it, but you couldn't. Uh, I wish I could actually get Ellen in here to talk about it because she was like, she was the same way with you. She watched the first couple episodes and I was like, come on, you got to keep going. You got I was just pushing her towards it. And then once she got to like season or episode five, four or five of season one, she was hooked and we watched it just straight through. Uh, like probably for shows right now, I kind of have a, you know, I have like a different rating system. I feel like uh, for shows that are totally wrapped up, I feel like, you know, they're, they're a little bit easier to, to rate. I would rate Ozark right now as probably one of the better shows that's on TV or on H- Netflix. Uh, I'd say like an eighty-eight percent. Oh, I was gonna Rotten say, are tomatoes. you putting in the ninety in the ninety percent? It's so good because I mean, it's been a while since I rewatched season one, but they the way the writing in this show is, they talk about things in season one, and then they bring those things back in season three. So if you haven't, if you you know you're an Ozark fan and you just binge season three, man, I recommend going back and watching season one because there are some things where I was sitting there 
And I was like, oh my God, they just, they planted this tiny seed about one character and then they bring that character back or they bring that character to season three and they are one of the biggest characters in the season. And they talk about this character and like their background. You're like, holy shit. And then the, you know, the character actually comes to life in season three. So the writing on that show, Jason Bateman, uh, I mean, it's just, I love Bateman. So, uh, the Ozark is really high for me. I'm upset that we, that season three is over. I can't wait for season four. It's definitely coming back. So, and who knows, you know, quarantine's definitely going to delay some things on when they're going to be able to film. But yeah, Ozark is really high for me on, on Netflix. Eight, like I said, 88%. I would, I would give it. It's, you know, it's awesome. I feel like I've said this before, Foshi, but I feel like if it's something that high of a percentage and you, I know that you love it. It's one of the things that you always go back to. I feel like I just, maybe, maybe I need to give it a second, a, a third. I think it'll be a third go around. I may, I, I, <sighs> maybe, make, maybe we'll try and give another shot over here and just see, okay, see what we get. Yeah, and like I said, I know the first uh, the first couple season or the first couple episodes are definitely slower. But what man, once you get past, I think like four or five, it really picks up. You know, they, they build a lot of backstory, yeah. but once you get past that backstory and everything, it just it flies, man. It's yeah. so good. I love it. I just think that we like a lot of the same thing. So if you're putting it that high, uh, I I, I, I got to trust your your rating on that. Okay, well, I maybe by the next media check in, we'll, we'll have an update from you on Ozark. But like I said. I had a lot of TV. So that's all the TV stuff that I could remember that we've watched. I'm trying to actually keep a list of things that we are watching during quarantine. And then when this is all over, going back and just looking back and maybe talking about it. Yeah. But what, uh, what do you have any TV that you've taken that you that you are taking in or have taken in since we've, we've done our last media check. Uh, yeah, just a few. I think actually it's been more movies for me than it has been shows, but, um, the same with you as far as, you know, last dance, obviously devs, we talked about, the other thing, the big thing for me is that uh, I'm still getting my 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 regular dose of, I guess, like regular TV, cable TV, I guess. Like, so I'm still taking in all my a whole bunch of Shark Tank, a whole bunch of Triple D, a whole bunch of Bravo <laughs> reality shows. You know, I'm still I'm still taking in all that stuff as normal. That's kind of the stuff that we have on around here when it's like you said, eating dinner or just hanging out. We kind of have like. I don't want to call it regular TV, but just ca- cable TV. She's a lot of Bravo and, and that stuff running around. But uh, the other thing I want to talk about is I don't know if I remembered when we talked last time in the check-in. I don't think I had finished it by then, but I, I finished uh, Dave, which is the mm. the kind of backstory to rapper and, and overall media person, I guess, personnel, um, personality, I guess I should say, of Lil Dicky. And, yeah. you know, Foshi, I don't know if you've watched that, but I think you would really get a kick yeah. out of it, man. Uh, that, that was on FXX. And I just think, or regular FX, I can't remember. But, you know, the first two to three episodes really surprised me. I was like, oh, this is actually, I really like this. And then I, I actually, I didn't admit, it was one of the few shows that it came out on, a, it comes out on a Wednesday night. I, I hit it every Wednesday night. I, I watched it every wow. week for the nine or ten episodes or whatever it is. I, I don't ever do that. So I really got a kick out of it. And I, I thought it was really... I got to be honest with you. I didn't think it was going to be good, but I thought it was really well done. I thought it was, it actually made me laugh, which, you know, I'm not much of a, of a comedy guy. And just, he brings in the music background as far as like the industry. He has some big names in there that have some acting cameos. It's just all around. It's just a fun time. So I would definitely suggest Dave. I'd put that, you know, that's a, that's like a low 70%. I put like a 70% on that. That's solid. I, I just got renewed for season two, and I, I'm for sure checking that out. So that's that's definitely in the pipeline for me. 
Nice. Yeah, I know when it when it came out, I knew that you started it, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll wait to kind of see your review and see what you think of it. And then I actually, you know, we haven't talked about it in a while since you finished it or since you were watching it, and I kind of actually forgot about it. But then when you mentioned it, I was like, oh yeah, I need to go back and rewatch that now. With the rating you just gave it, I'm definitely going to go back and download it and rewatch it. Yeah, sure. I don't know if he was a writer on there. I would have to assume he had some part in that, but it's just really, it's just actually really, really funny. It's, 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 it's definitely some, some crude humor in there. Like they talk about <laughs> a lot of, you know, I wouldn't put it around the young children, but overall, it's it's just a good time, man. The other thing though, Foshi, the, the big one, I guess you could say I finished it. I kind of gave up on it, but... I watched the, mm. the vast majority of Parks and Rec. That's kind of been nice. that's kind of been our just kind of background thing going on. Uh, after season, I want to say probably four, I just kind of gave up. Once, I don't know if everyone knows the storyline. Are you you guys are Parks and Rec people over there, right? Uh, Ellen watched it, okay. and I I like know you know yeah. the, uh, basically what happens because she always had it on. Okay, so then I'll tell you this. I thought I thought it was really great. I thought it was an, probably an all time show. Up until the point, I don't know what season this is, but for all my Parks and Rec fans, basically I gave up after the point of when Andy uh, leaves and stays in mm. Britain or whatever, when he stays over overseas. After that, I just didn't think it was funny. Straight up, like I don't know, I don't know what changed. I don't know if it was the writers. I don't know if it was just I was done with it. I, it could have been a me thing. I don't know. I just I thought it was a totally different show from that point on, and um, yeah, just not a fan. But everything before that, oh, I thought it was hysterical. I thought it was really good. So. That's not that's nothing new. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time there. With Parks and Recs, I think everyone would put that as a high percentage. That's like a for me that's like a 85%, 86. You know, we're pushing 90 there. That like that's that's an all that might be high 80s actually all around. That's that's an iconic show now. So maybe it's more like an 89, 88%, but you know, I think everybody kind of has that um in their wheelhouse. You know, the other thing though, Poshi, I don't know if the other thing I don't really want to spend much time on, but I guess if you consider Tiger King, is that's more of a documentary, I mm. guess. I don't really. That's not a TV show. I finished that. Well, I guess we'll talk about you that. Finally watched it. We'll okay. talk about that in the in the movie section, I guess. The only other show, I guess you could say, on my list that we just finished last night actually was The Outsider on HBO, and mm. you know nice. this is the Stephen King story with uh, Ben Mendelsohn and uh, let's see who else. Oh, there's a couple other big names in here that I just I don't actually know their names, like the faces where you say, oh yeah, you know they're great. The acting was was amazing. I thought everybody was really great. I thought that the actual look and the job, like the actual filming of it, was beautiful. The storyline was great. The ending, I, I I don't know. It made me think a little bit. I'm I'm, I'm cool with it. But the 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 thing about this, Foshi, is I don't know. You know, it, it it's a very dark show. You know, I'm not gonna give anything yeah. away. You know, it actually has your boy in it. Your boy uh, Bateman's in there, but yeah. um. It was weird because you know, as we, it's only nine episodes, I think, maybe ten. But you do have for uh, for us at least over here, it was like we had to be in a certain mood. You know, you it was almost like so dark and so ominous. I guess that like mm -hmm. you couldn't be in like a super cheery mood and just you can't just throw on the outsider. I mean, maybe you can, but <laughs> we, you know, so that was an interesting thing for me that I thought it was it was so good that you know I wouldn't put it in the top of my list forever. But it was so good that it actually, you know, for me, I feel like something is is a good is good content if it makes you kind of you kind of have to be in a certain mood for it. Yeah, I think that that makes it, it it makes it more specific, obviously. But I think that also means that it's it's good enough for you to realize, oh wait, I need to kind of adjust my personal settings here to enjoy this, and for you to do that, it has to be good. Does that make sense? Like that's that's kind of my thinking behind it. 
Yeah, for sure. I, I've uh, I've heard a lot of good things about the Outsider. I know James, uh, you know, from Kansas City, the guy we we have on every now and then. He was a big fan of it. Um, and now I need I've it's on my list, but uh, I just that's another like I feel like I've heard it from I've heard that a lot from a lot of different people that you have to be in a certain mood to watch it. And it's not something you're just going to binge through. Um, so I just I'm trying to get into that mood of of when I want to watch that. Yeah, so that's it's definitely on my list too. What, what's your uh, what's your tomato meter for that? I would put that right, right above seventy three ish, like low seventies. It, it was, it was good. I, I would like. It's one of those things where I would definitely, and what I'm doing here is basically, I would recommend it. I would. It just, it's just not gonna be like a oh my god, man. You know, it's not like an oh my god show. But it was, it was great. I, I had a great nice. time with it. But other than that, yeah. yeah, that's about, that's about it for the shows. I, I, I did much more movies, and even to be honest with you, not even that many movies, but. Definitely more movies than shows. So I think that was all the big shows that I can remember, at least. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Outsider's definitely on my list. Um, and, you know, Dave is definitely on my list, too. So I hope maybe by the next time we do a check-in, I'll, I'll have both of those taken down, and we can we can talk about those. But uh, So you brought it up. Well, let's talk about movies. Um, I just have a couple written down. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, maybe? that's good for you. Um, yeah, it's not too bad. You know, we've been... I mean, we literally have nothing else to do. We... Uh, we've you know we've started painting the kitchen. That's the biggest thing that we're doing. So, uh, but weekends. I mean, the past couple weekends we've been we've been sitting here. And we're like, well, uh, yeah. you want to do something or watch a movie? So yeah, we've we found a couple movies and hit me with them. Uh, man. We actually watched a movie a couple nights ago during the week, which was a big step. We don't <laughs> we don't do that. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll run through them real quick and then go back, kind of give some ratings. So we watched mid nineties, Us, Ooh. Onward. Four weddings and a funeral, and then we just watched La La Land a couple nights ago, Ooh. and then last night we actually went back and watched Toy Story, uh, the original. Nice. So, uh, I think we've talked about this before, but just to uh, remind the listeners, we both have a movie scratch off poster. Uh, so Ellen and I have made it a point now where at least once a week we are going to watch a movie off that poster because I want to get this thing done and I want to get a frame for it and actually hung up. Yeah. But so what we come in here, we look at the movies and we're like, oh, I kind of want to watch that. I kind of watch that. We're taking that out of the equation now. So in order to pick a movie, one of us. So a couple nights ago, I took Ellen and I spun her around in a circle a couple times. She had her eyes closed and then she literally just pointed on the poster and that's she pointed at Toy Story. So that's the movie we watched. I like that. So it because like I said, we'll come in here and we'll be like, oh, I've already seen that. I don't know if I really want to rewatch we, it. Um, we were so doing the same. We, we had thing. to get a new. Yep. We were doing we the same to, thing. We had to get something new. And so we're going to knock out that movie poster here shortly. Um, but we watched Toy Story last night. Man, I got to say, it was such a, it was so good to go back and rewatch so many. It's been, you know, I'll usually put on like a movie at night. So to fall asleep to, and that's a classic. We put that on, but to actually sit down and rewatch it from start to end. There are so many I'm, funny, like adult jokes that it's so good, man. I it's mean, so good. That, that's such an ultimate class. Like that, if that, if that is not in your 98 percentile, oh. I mean, you're, you're, what are you? What are you? Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean ninety five and above for oh, sure. Easy. But uh, well, so everybody knows Toy Story. If you haven't seen Toy Story, I mm. I don't honestly know. Yeah, like, like if you're a human, what's being, wrong with be you? an alien? Right. What? Uh, so we'll go back and talk about some of these other movies. But uh, so we watched mid nineties. That was a couple a couple weeks ago. Uh, that is, do you know what mid nineties is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on it's on the long list that I have. Yeah, so it's you know Jonah Hill directed. It's basically about this you know this kid uh, that moves into a new city and gets involved with. Uh, finds these kids that are like skateboarders and thinks they're just like the coolest kids. So he learns to skate and gets in the group and you just kind of follow this kid for an hour and a half. And, you know, you find out kind of 
his life and what happens. And it, it's, it was really cool. I mean, I was never like in a, I've never skateboarded. I couldn't stand on a skateboard. We always, my grandparents had a hill and we sat on them and ro- <laughs> rolled down that way. Uh, me and my cousins, but it was just really cool. Even, you know, even if you weren't a, a kid in a skateboard community or whatever, you know, like when you're watching that movie, you're like, Oh yeah, this person, that kid in the movie was this person from my childhood. That person is this. It can be, you know, your neighborhood friends, your school friends. It was just so cool to go back and watch it and just be like, oh man, you know, it was just, I wonder where those people are now. Cause most of them you're not really seeing or hanging out with really. You're just like, man, I wonder what happened to so-and-so, what they're doing now. So mid nineties, I would say I was 75 Ooh, for sure. Definitely. Okay. It's, it's, I think an hour and a half at most it's, you know, it's short, it's sweet. You get, you get into it, you watch it and then you're like, oh yeah, that's cool. It okay. was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. If I, everything I heard and read about it seemed like it was a good time and I definitely do would love to check it out. Yeah. It just kind of brings back some childhood memory. So it's, it's always, it's always nice to go back and, and see those. Uh, the next movie on our list is us. Uh, we watched us. Uh, it was a little bit ago and man, that movie, whew, that was a, a doozy for sure. I mean, it was, I, you know, I love Jordan Peele, love Lapita. It was, man, that was a wild ride. I knew there was going to be some kind of twist at the end, but I was not expecting that at all. I loved it. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I had a pillow like up against <laughs> my face, just, just gripping this pillow because I was, it was so intense from, I think it's like a two hour movie, but man, it flies. I mean, there is from the beginning to the end, it never stops. It's a quick two hours. I mean, that's high on the tomato meter. I mean, I got to give that one like an 85%. Ooh. I lo- I really liked us. And I keep telling the listeners out there that I am not a horror person, that I hate horror movies. But then every time we do one of these, I have a new horror movie that I watched. <laughs> we're, uh, we're slowly working on you, man. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Ellen is, I think tonight we actually might watch Heret- or not Hereditary. No, never Hereditary. Uh, we're going to talk about we that. Might, we're going to talk about we that. We might actually watch, uh, what's the other movie that he, that just won for best picture that bong just did. Oh, parasite. Yeah. Parasite. Yeah. I think we're gonna watch parasite tonight. So it's funny uh, that that was on your head though. Cause we're in your mind. We're talking about that in a second. Yeah. So that'll be uh that's, that's going to be, we're watching, hopefully watching that tonight, but man, us was, if you haven't watched it, even I, it's pretty scary. I mean, there's some crazy, just crazy fucked up shit that happens in that movie, but I loved it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I, I loved it too. I actually would put that in my. I would put it right at about a ninety ninety one for me. It, it's mm. it's up there. I really enjoyed it. Even and that's even with Winston Duke who annoys the living shit out of me, uh, <laughs> being in there. That you know, I I, I I thought it was great all around. Great. Yeah, I didn't understand like so when that movie came out, I was really excited for it. About you know Jordan Peele made it, and then I feel like a lot of people didn't like it, or a lot of people compared it to Get Out, and they are two totally different movies. You know, they both have like twists and crazy turns, but. I feel like a lot of people compared it to Get Out, and I think those people were just like wrong. I think yeah. Us is awesome. I think they're both; they could both be really good movies. I put them right next to each other. You know, if they, let's say they're ninety ninety one. I mean, percent like in my in my personal meter, like they're both right there. You know, it's not like one blows the other one away for me, at least. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the next couple of movies we'll just run through real quick. We watched Onward on Disney Plus, the new movie uh, with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland, D- uh, animated Disney movie. It's it's solid. You know, it's a it's a typical Disney movie uh, about these two. It's like an alien planet. And these two guys go on a quest to find their dad. Um, worth watching. I mean, not high on the tomato meter. Maybe like a, a 70, 65, 70. Okay. Worth checking out. It's, uh, it, I, didn't, I wasn't as excited about it as I thought I was going to be when they were talking about it. Um, 
another one on our movie poster was Four Weddings and a Funeral. Uh, again, I mean, solid movie. Just a classic rom-com um, with Hugh Grant. I was going to say, uh, who's in that one? I don't remember that one at all. Yeah, it's Hugh Grant. I, it came out a while ago. I think 90s, maybe. Man, I re- maybe yeah, I remember. 2000s. That's this funny. is the first time that we'd ever seen it. People, I remember when people used to love Hugh Grant. That's hilarious. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, just the the classic, just like a classic rom com guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, a British movie. Uh, it was on our our poster. Ellen wanted to check it out. Rom com, pretty funny. Had its moments. Okay. Uh, again, sixty five to seventy probably. We're checking out once, but I doubt I'll ever go back and watch it again. You know. Okay. All right. So probably leaning more towards the sixty side than the seventy side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, not not great, but you know we're checking out. Okay. Uh, if you're looking for a, a date night or something, it was cool. It was it was worth seeing. Uh, the last one I've written down is La La Land with uh, Emma Stone and uh, Ryan Gosling. Uh, are you... I don't think we've ever talked about this. Are you a musical type of movie guy at all? Absolutely not. No. Okay. I, I, I can't do it. I, I literally oh, you cannot just don't do like it. Them. Okay. No, no, yeah. That's fair. I, it, 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 it's some, it, it rubs me a certain way and I don't really have a great reasoning why, but the idea of like the overall idea of just this thing that you're watching, but then at like any given time, it could just burst out into a musical <laughs> song or the fact that these people I'm supposed to watch live a normal life, but then that stops and they sing. And then it's, it's just not it, the whole thing behind. It's just not my thing. Okay. Well, we can, we can run through this one real quick. Uh, I, I actually, I like musicals and that type of thing. My mom, I mean, she always had them on when we were kids. Uh, so I, I was, I've always kind of been a big, a pretty big fan of them. And, you know, this one was pretty good. It was something, it was just a brand new thing. You know, it's not like going back and watching Singing in the Rain or uh, Fiddler on the Roof where those movies, I mean, those plays have been going on for years and they made a movie out of them. This was just a brand new movie that I don't think was ever a play on Broadway or anything. I could be wrong. I don't know anything about this. Uh, but uh, good. I thought it was, uh, you know, I don't, it definitely should not have beat Moonlight for was, the Oscar. Was, I'll tell you that. That's much. where it was going. That's where it I was can going. definitely tell you that it should not have beat Moonlight because we watched Moonlight a while ago and that movie was incredible. Yeah. Absolutely blew me away. Uh, and it's a, it's a shame that Moonlight didn't win the Oscar. Uh, but La La Land, it's it's entertaining. It's worth checking out. Again, probably sixty seven percent. Man, people are going to be mad about that. I think people really yeah, love the, that movie. Yeah, I think it's like it's it's a pretty big. It's like I said, entertaining, but it's not like. Something that I'm going to go back and rewatch. Like, I am a huge fan of Singing in the Rain. Love Singing in the Rain, the okay. movie. Okay. I've seen the musical, like, at the Muni and stuff. I'll watch Singing in the Rain, I mean, all the time. I think that movie's awesome. It's hysterical. Uh, the dancing is really cool. La La Land was good. You know, had some good moments, had some good dance moves. Singing was okay, but wasn't as, you know, it's not like one of those all time uh, musicals for me. So, okay. come at me, uh, aggregators, and let me know your <laughs> thoughts on, on La La Land. Yeah. So those are the movies that I kind of had. What what uh what movies you got over there? Well, it's funny that you brought up the movie poster because we actually were doing the same thing. We stole that idea from you a long time ago. We got a different poster than you. So I, I was actually yeah. going to say that, that I think another great thing to try out, you know, we were joking before about the facial hair thing that people can test out. One of the things you guys should do out there is just order one of these on Amazon. They're like 10, 15 bucks. Yeah. You have all these movies and it's just, a, it's just something like if you... If you have, if you need something that says like, watch this, if you need that kind of direction, this is the perfect idea for you. You know, uh, we actually ran into the same conversations you were having about this and that and this and that. And so I think randomizing it is a great idea. I think we'll probably end up doing that. We did start out with one of the, one of the first movies on ours was like from 1917, no sound, 
black and white, super creepy. And I, I we're <laughs> gonna actually finish it at some point here, but you know, I, I don't even remember what the name was, but I was just like, wow, it it was wild to see. So it rained, you know, these are the top hundred movies or whatever it is. Um, it, I, it, it was just crazy to jump back there. So I think, well, I like the idea of randomizing it, but we did make one of, of off the list and that was sorry to bother you. So that was, Oh, um, and I actually don't know how we settled on that. It was, I don't know. It was on my list. Um, 2018 kind of comedy, I guess it's more of a, it says it's a comedy fantasy movie. I'm not sure what that means, but with Lakeith Stanfield, <laughs> Tessa Thompson, Danny Glover's in it for a little bit. Army Hammer, um, directed by Boots Riley, if you know who that is, like first time. Um, I don't know if I can't remember if it won awards. I feel like it did. I I, I really enjoyed it. I had a really good time with it. The the end gets really wild. I mean, it's just. I told you when I when when you asked me how was it, I, I said it was probably the most out there movie I've seen in a while. It's just from start to finish. It's just kind of. It's just different. It's just. It's its own thing. It's its own lane the entire time. And then the last 30 plus minutes, maybe it really ramps up like times five. You know, it's just, it's just really out there, but it doesn't completely, it doesn't destroy anything. It's just, it, it's its own thing and it sticks to that own thing, if that makes any sense. So yeah. it was very refreshing, I would say. That's the, key, the thing that I would say is refreshing. It was just different than, than all the other stuff that I've watched. I put that pretty high, man. I, I put that at like a, you know, it's on my top 100 list, so it's got to be pretty good. But yeah, I would say like an 83%. It was really solid. Nice. I, I really enjoyed it. I wouldn't. I would. I would recommend it to anybody. But I would say going in, like you got to know, it's just not. It's not your average movie. You know that. that yeah. You just got to know. Um, the other thing is, is I don't really want to spend any time on this because we don't. I think everyone in the world has watched Tiger King, but I, I watched it. I just my only hot take on this is that I know. I just didn't think the actual making, the actual documentary itself was, was good. I, I, I didn't think the way that it was made was really like, I, if you want to go to a documentary class and, and analyze things, I, I just, it would probably be at the bottom of my list, but like the content and the story behind it was just so insane that I don't think it even mattered. So overall it was just like, it was weird. It was one of the only documentaries where I was thoroughly enjoyed while I'm watching, but after it was over, I just kind of sat back and was like, yeah, I could have definitely done without that. You know, like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't care. I didn't really care that much at all. I was just like, this is so goofy. It was just so weird. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I know everything. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't even know if we need to spend time on that. Unfortunately, I just feel like everyone has, has probably has probably seen that. But the other... Yeah, uh, go ahead. I just have one thing on Tiger King. Yeah, yeah. What do you say? Got? Or two things. So, I, yeah, we watched it. It was just the craziest, most entertaining. Every episode, you're like, okay, they cannot do that. And then sure, shit, they do. But... Um, so a couple days ago, I'm walking around my house. I think I got back from the store like on Wednesday or something. And I look at one of our frames that's hung on our wall. And Ellen has printed out pictures of the some of the characters from Tiger King and put them in this frame. And I'm like, I look over and I'm like, why is Carol Baskins looking at me right now? <laughs> and she just, she literally falls on the ground and starts crying. She's laughing so hard. And she goes, I have though there have been some pictures that I've hid in the house and they've been up for like four days and you haven't noticed. <laughs> so then of course I'm like, oh my God. She literally hid nine pictures in our house wow. in pictures, frames of me and her, her and her family, <laughs> me and my family. And I just like didn't notice it. And then I had to, of course, you know, I walked around for like half an hour trying to find all these pictures. Absolutely hysterical. Uh and I mean So the only so one that caught your attention though was Tiger King. That has to mean something though. So it was all Tiger King characters. Oh, so like okay, she okay, had okay, uh, okay. she had Carol Baskins, she had Carol Baskins' husband, she had Joe Exotic, she had 
Gotcha. Uh, the other guy, I mean, it, I was like, so now I'm like all these pictures. And I was like, okay, so now you have to go around and take all these out because, but it was so funny, man. I mean, I've never, you know, I've seen her laugh, but she was on the floor crying like in a puddle of her own tears because it was funny, just man. so funny. Uh, like the other that. thing on Tiger King is I cannot wait for the Nick Cage movie where Nick Cage is playing Joe Exotic. For all my people out there, you know, I'm Nick Cage fans and I'm so excited Whoa. for the memes, for the gifts, everything that's going to come out of that movie. Yeah, man. Wild. Wild. <laughs> okay, I, I cut you off. What Did you have another movie you were going to talk about? Yeah, I got three more and they'll be quick, I promise. Oh, nice so, so here's the other thing. There's a movie I watched on Netflix not too long ago, a couple nights ago called All Day and a Night. I don't know if you've seen that, but, um, you know, I, it, was, it was cool. It was cool. It was, you know, just kind of uh, talking about um, life, you know, a, a lot of, I, don't know, I guess the kind of life in the hood, kind of, kind of growing up in, you know, product of your environment type of deal. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of things, just class and race and all that stuff. And, um, it was okay. It was cool. Um, I, I enjoyed it, but you know, I, I wouldn't put that at the top of my list. I'd give that like, I don't know. I was like, I go 50%. It, it was, it was, it was what it was, you know, it was, it was cool. The, um, other thing is that I, I really, the only thing I wanted to kind of really talk about was, and it's not really even that we need to go in depth about, but. There was this movie that I've been talking about. It's called Wrinkles the Clown. Okay, it's on it's on Hulu, and I kept seeing this preview when I was watching other Hulu stuff, and it looked yep. like it was this documentary about this clown who was like they 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 set it up to be this thing that like this clown you, you would call and pay this clown a couple hundred bucks and they'd come, and he'd come and scare you and his name was Wrinkles, and they had all this great footage from the internet and all these people screaming all this stuff and it sounded it sounded great and it sounded like a documentary right well then I I go to watch this thing. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, is this is this real? Is this a documentary? Is it real? Then I look it up and it actually says documentary slash comedy. And so I'm like, wait, so is this even I don't even know what to think. So you know me, Fosh, I love horror movies and I love the true, you know, doc crime horror movie stuff, you know, about real things. And I just start watching it. And I just gotta tell people out there, I'm not gonna give away any secrets on what it is on what it actually covers, but it's just straight bad. And I don't care who, I don't like trash and projects. It's not, that's not my thing that I like doing, but this one was bad. I'm not joking. I'd give this a 22%. I'm, I, I couldn't, I did not even, I don't even think I finished it. I, I couldn't finish it. Wow. There is something that happens midway through this movie that we can talk about off air if you want, but yeah. <laughs> let's just say, I see why, I see why, I, where the, if you're confused while you're watching it, it, it gets more confusing during halfway. Through. It's just <laughs> something. It, it's insane. They, I, it's just was. It just was bad. Just don't watch. Don't do not watch Wrinkles. Okay, that's what it's called. Wrinkles the Clown. All right. Because yeah, I've seen those all those commercials yeah. too, like in between deaths yeah. and everything. And I was like, man, that looks really scary. Exactly. Like really fucked up. But They're playing. Man, I, yeah, they were playing these commercials left and right. And I was just like, guys, you got to know that that is not the one to be promoting, man. But whatever. Okay. The, la the last thing I want to talk about. You actually, it's funny you said it. You stumbled across it when you said it mm. uh, before. But last night, Foshi, I decided to watch Hereditary for my third time. Oh, okay. And I just want to say something, man. It's just so, it's just so good. It, it is just so <laughs> good. I'm not joking when I say this. That might be, I, I had, it had been such a long time since I had seen that. For all my people out there, the horror movie people that haven't seen Hereditary, you have to, first of all. It's on Amazon Prime right now. I think if you have that, you can watch it for free. It's a movie that even though I've seen it, I don't watch multiple time things. Foshi, you know this. Mm -hmm. I would pay to watch that one again. Uh, it, it, every time it actually 
brings out more and more emotion and feelings and everything about it every single time it gets better and i just like man it's like a 97 percent for me man it wow. is up wow. there. like it is an all-time favorite for me man and i just i really it like i've ne- i've never watched a movie especially multiple times but i've never watched a movie that that can consistently bring out like extremely strong emotions out of me i mean it is you want to talk about those movies where you have to actually sit down and like take a breather afterwards? Like I think, like I got to think about this every time, man. I know what's going to happen, and it's still the way that it's just made. It's just so, it's just so good. So what I was thinking about, Foshi, is you actually brought something into my mind here, okay? <laughs> um, and and I'd like to offer a, a proposition to you, okay? Uh, what would it take? What kind of an agreement of me either watching or listening to something? What it take for you to watch that movie? It's funny, and I'm serious because, like, I I'm willing to put a whole show on the line here because I I need you. So while you every time we talk and you hype up Ozark so so much, that's what I'm feel. That's what I feel Mm. for Hereditary. I like. It's one of those things that I need you to. I need you to see just so I can get another like an outsider's perspective on it and and to see if it. And so, like, what is that for you? That you need me to, that we can do like a swap for. It's really funny that you mentioned that because I have a list on my phone of podcast ideas and topics and stuff. You know, I, every time I think of something, I just go to my phone, type it in, and then I come back to it and round it out later. And a topic that I have is some sort of movie swap where, you know, I, I give you something to watch, you give me something to watch. And probably the only reason I haven't brought it up to you is because I knew you'd pick Hereditary. And there, I just don't want to watch it. It's so good, but, though. It is so good. Let's, we have to do that. We have to do that. Okay. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. So, I am willing to, even if it's an Ozark thing, like I'm willing wow. to watch multiple seasons of something for you to watch okay. Hereditary. I, I'm, okay. I'm willing to do that, but I just need you to, I need you to tell me what that is so we can start that. Okay. ASAP. All right. Well, we will, we will discuss this. Uh, off air because okay. I have some things All right. and uh, we will definitely do something and then okay right and then after we watch our stuff we will do a podcast deal on. deal 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 okay. alright so then outside of that <laughs> my movies are done but last words is just it, 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 go, everyone go see Hereditary see Hereditary alright what's next okay so I just have podcasts written down yeah. I don't have a whole lot of things that Same. I have new things um, I just have three so spacing out I don't remember if we talked about this before but it's a buddy of mine and his brother uh, they, they, I think they're like almost 30 episodes in now. They record, they release on Sundays. It's just a pop culture game. They, they play games. They do, you know, it, it basically, the name is what it, what it is really spacing out. They just, they sit down, they record something they, and that's it. It's, it's, it's entertaining. It's refreshing. It's something new. There's not like a, any really agenda. It's just whatever they, they do, they, they come with. Um, another one I have, and I'm, I can't believe I'm, I feel so late to the game on this is knuckleheads with, Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. Yes, I I don't know what, like if I've lived under a rock since this podcast came out or what, but I randomly came across it on Twitter, I think, and I was like, no way that these two guys have a podcast together. And then I looked it up, and sure as shit, they have a ton of episodes. So I've been going back through it and Ooh. listening to old ones on those, and just it's I mean they're just funny and entertaining. And I'm gonna goofy. have to start that. We love that. That's a duo we love. I'm gonna have to start yeah, that. I I can't believe that we didn't know about that. Two of our you know favorite. All, probably favorite all-time NBA players have a podcast together, and it's just it's entertaining as hell. It's goofy. It's they have they have really good guests too. So uh, knuckleheads with Curtin Richardson and Darius Miles. And last, you know, it's it's not something new that I'm getting into, but I gotta give him a shout out. It's uh, the Offended Podcast. 
They yes. are. They have joined the Anything But Credible Network. Yes. Uh, their new episode just dropped this past Friday. And man, what a guest on their first podcast. The NHL Hall of Famer, Grant Fear, wow. uh, was on their, on their podcast episode for an interview. It was really awesome to listen to. Shout out to those guys and welcome to the network. Happy to have you. The network's getting bigger. We're ever expanding. So yeah. awesome. it was awesome to hear and awesome to see them come, come yeah. on. And they did such a good job. I just texted them that. Like, you guys, uh, you could tell those were just two hockey guys that were just loving it. And, and that's what oh, they, yeah. they knew what they were talking about. They were asking great stuff. I mean, it's just a great conversation. I, I really enjoyed that. If you're a hockey person, like you'll get a kick out of that, man. Um, yeah. So everyone's shameless plug here, but check them out. Anything but credible.com slash offended. That's simple. Mm-hmm. They're they're on the site, man. Shout yeah, out. and they should be uh, you know, their social media offended podcast. They're on anywhere you get your podcast, they should be there too. So offended podcast, check them out. Yeah. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get all their episodes next. Uh, do you have any 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 podcast you want to plug or anything you're taking in? Nothing different, uh, but I will. I'm gonna loop in the audiobook into this because it's you know it's not yeah, this, yeah. it doesn't classify as reading. I know I, I do get that. Um, and and it's it's different, but yeah, I, I have I just have a I'm just going through books, man. Um, the problem is is that I'm 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 using a new thing, and I don't even have, I'm not even shouting out specific books. I'm shouting out the actual method and the apps because shout out to Kayla and shout out to my mom. They put me mm. on this thing because the thing is like we have Audible and Audible is great, you know. But if you want for audiobooks, you know, it depends on what your price range is because the books can be kind of pricey, especially if, you know, if you're somebody like me, I listen to everything on t- at minimum of 2x speed, right? So two times the speed. So you have an eight hour book. That's cool. But like for me, that's only going to be four and a half hours, you know, ish. Yeah. So, you know, do you want to spend $25 on four and a half hours? Okay, that's fine. And if you yep. do, you need to hit up that audible, the audible plug that we have in the beginning of yeah. the episode for sure. Um, but if you don't want to spend the money and you don't want to, you know, you're in a price range like, you know, or you want to try out maybe it's older books, you know, uh, I've been going through the the library apps. And so what I've been using now is this app called Libya, L-I-B-B-Y. And basically is if you have a if you have a library card or know somebody who has a library card, I don't have one myself, but, you know, I did the whole Netflix thing. We, we share we share over here uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it lets you it lets you basically rent like up to something crazy, like eight books at a time. Mm-hmm. And they have a good choice, not every book in the world, but, you know, a bunch. And if they and if they if it's something that somebody else already has, you know, you just kind of put your name into the mix and then they let you know when you have it. And so I'm just kind of cruising through there, man. So but I basically have my same list of pods. And then when I get through my pods, now I have this book that I'm also going through and it's it's different, but I enjoy it, man. So it's cool. It's cool. One of the cool things that we've kind of picked up during quarantine. Nice, yeah. I've never, I've never heard of that, uh, that app, but that's pretty cool. How, how do you, what is L I B B Y? Is that what you said? Yeah, Libby, I think it's called. Um, nice. Yep, L I B B Y. There's a couple of them. I think that you can uh, like that. tap into the library resources, but this one's been pretty sweet so far. Yeah, I like that. That's that's uh, that's a, I mean, it's a great idea for sure. It's you know, you can get. I mean, you go to the library, rent books. I, that's the thing I haven't gotten into yet. Is the we we've talked about this. So we don't spend too much time on it, but. Uh, the audio, you know, I, I download some, I, I do some audiobooks, but I just, for whatever reason, I feel like I, when I actually have the book, I just comprehend it better when I read it. And when I have, you know, I, then I could I put it on my bookshelf. It's cool to look back and see what I've read, but I don't know. It might be something I need to check out, you know, it's something new to, to get into during quarantine for sure. No, I definitely get that. Yeah, I definitely get that. I mean, it, it you, you do have to pay attention, but it, it just depends on what you're listening to. You know, if you're, if you have to find some basketball books or something like that, like, you yeah. know, you know, if you're, but if you're if you're in a super deep like Stephen King storyline, you know maybe it's not going to work out great for you. I don't know. It depends on what you're doing. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Some something to check out. Uh, but yeah, I, I like that. I mean, that, that app sounds awesome. So I'm definitely going to check that out. 
uh, are you? What do you say we move on to music? And then I have I have I have games to do too. So uh, we'll hit music real quick. Yeah, it'll Nothing, be quick. A couple new uh, albums came out. A couple new kind of of things that I've been getting into. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, I think you pronounce it Kalani. Her Kehlani. new album. Yes, it was good until it wasn't. Came out this Love week. It. It's really uh, it great. Was, I mean, yeah, really good. Just R and B. I mean, yeah, she's she's great. So check that out for sure. Uh, finally, for the love of God, Apple finally released or has Mac Miller the kids album on <laughs> yeah. on yeah. Apple. My God, I mean, I love Mac Miller, one of my all like favorite artists. I have the Dat Piff uh, app oh. just solely because of that album was not on Apple Music yet. And finally, I was scrolling through Twitter randomly a couple days ago, and that was that tr- was trending that it's on there now. So yeah, it's classic, you, man. Yeah, it's such a good such a good album. What would uh, you put? What would you real quick like? What's your what's your what's your Fauche meter on that? What percentage are you giving kids? Oh, it's it's high. I mean, and I I don't know if it's fair because I'm you such a like Mac high, fan. Like, but high eighties though, right? Gotta be. Not, are you putting? Yeah, in the 90s? yeah, for sure. I'd probably say like yeah, 88, 89. Yeah. I don't know if I'd hit the ninety yet, but it's I mean, it's so good. It's just I, all the songs classic. Yeah, it is. It's a classic. And like I said, thank God Apple finally has it on there. I can I have. I it wish now. they see. Here's the problem. And I know there's a lot that goes into this, like contracts and and payments. But man, I've been waiting for so many classic mixtapes that like we grew oh, up on. Like, yeah. I want all the. I have been itching. I just just give me all those old J Cole. Like, give me all mm-hmm. the all the Friday Night Lights and yeah, uh, all that stuff, man. Like, I the warm up, um, man. But I I wish we could have some of those. I I also wish like. We talked about this one a long time ago when we did like Lil Wayne conversations, but I wish we could have all the old Lil Wayne mixtapes on there. Oh like, it just would be such a better place. But, you know, yeah. I, I get it. There's a lot that goes there, into that. Yeah, there are so many good mixtapes out there that, I mean, I, I like I said, I have the Dat Piff app just for Mac Miller, but I also have so many other ones on there that I need to actually go back and listen to because, yeah. I mean, so many good like artists that are huge now that got started with mixtapes. And, I mean, the mixtapes are arguably better than some of the albums that they come out with now. So, uh, you know, another guy that we both love, Tory Lane's new album came out, New Toronto Three, pretty good. Yeah, I, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's 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 better than any of his old uh, his older albums that came out previously, but it's good. It's, it's worth the listen for sure. No, I would actually say it, it's good. It's definitely solid. I but I actually would I enjoyed the his the latest Chicks tape more than uh that one. So that was the, yeah. the Chicks tape was a five or whatever it was before that. I enjoyed that more than uh the, this new one. But there's definitely some bangers on there. Like the he. There's definitely some good songs for sure. Yeah, Tori's always—I mean, always just solid. Like I don't know if there's many bad songs that he releases. I mean, they're always good. They're always worth listening to at least, or downloading, and then you know you shuffle and that comes on. You're gonna listen to it. Yeah, for sure. Somebody that I like just recently found out about it, and I don't—I've like never heard of these people, so I don't know if I'm super late to the game or if they're just not as popular as they were. Do you know the Free Nationals? Mm, not familiar. So it's like a group that they were on. So I, you know, whenever I don't really stray outside of my like the music that I have downloaded right now. Whenever I do, it's because of NPR Tiny Desk. They have these people on, and they had the Free Nationals on, and they. I need to actually look back into their story, but either Anderson Pack was part of their group, Ooh. or he started them, and then okay. kind of like what J Cole does with Dreamville. Gotcha. So Free Nationals are like they're like R and B, hip hop. They have some reggae stuff. It's just it's super interesting and it's kind of all over the place. But I mean, they're they're cool. I, I downloaded one of their albums on Apple Music and listened to it, and I really enjoyed it. So yeah, that's right in my wheelhouse. I need you to send me a link to that actually. Yeah, after this. Yeah, for sure. When we get when we get done here, I'll shoot it over to you. But nice. yeah, Free Nationals. So check them out. Another just a random thing that I've gotten into the past like week or so. Have you been doing any like 
of the live concerts, the live Instagram things. Have you been doing any of that? Nope. No. I, okay. I, 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 I actually just, no, just no. <laughs> just no. Yeah. So I haven't done any thing. of the concerts that people are doing, but the past couple of days, and I think it's been going on for a while, but Quest Love has been just DJing on Instagram Live. A lot of people are DJing. Like uh, a lot of the producers, like Ninth Wonder and a lot of people that I love, Just Blaze, like they all doing yeah. the same thing. They're all doing DJ sets. Yeah. So the past couple of days, you know, when we're painting or I'm playing a video game or something, I'll just, if Quest Love is on Instagram Live, I'll just put it on and listen to it. And man, it's just, it's, it's just so cool to listen to how these, these really good producers and DJs are able to just put songs together, blend stuff in and out, stop stuff and put something else on. And it was, it makes me, I was never really like a, uh, you know, a mix guy or somebody where, cause like late at night, I don't know if this is all hip hop stations or just St. Louis hip hop stations, but they love, love just mixing songs together and putting songs together. And I, I hate it on the radio because they, they, they like pick songs that don't go together at all. And it's like, this just sounds terrible, <laughs> but Man, Questlove, he's got he's going from way back in the sixties with songs, you know, Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, Stevie Wonder with to Prince to last night it was Janet Jackson's birthday. So he was doing like a Janet Jackson mix. And then today he's playing Drake and all this new stuff. And man, it is so good and just so cool to just, you know, turn your phone on Instagram live and listen to, to Questlove just put on a DJ thing. And it also just got me thinking, that is one thing that I would love to get into. It's just like DJing like that has to be the coolest goddamn thing you could do is just have some turntables, have some mixers, have a laptop, and just go. Uh, just do your yeah. own thing. That just sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've, I, it's one of those things that I love too, Foshi. And I, I, I've watched countless hours of videos on that because I'll tell you right now, it, it's hard to do oh, what you're God, doing. Yeah. Like, like actually good, really good DJing is really tough. Uh, the the technology these days makes it a little bit easier, but man, it's it's not as easy as it looks. And I'm fascinated by it. So I will say this. That has one of the been the big wins for social in the social media department for this for this since this virus is I don't do the whole thing like you said like the battles of people producer battles and now we have people like this whole thing that's happening I think tonight actually is yeah. Nelly and Ludacris where they're just gonna sit there and play each other songs whatever no no thanks I can just go listen to that I don't care but love 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 what you just pointed out too I'm I'm glad that you're getting into it too man it's just like people are just doing and even musicians who aren't doing DJ sets but they're actually just like put, going on live and then just recording themselves like playing the piano or something or in the studio like it's been instagram's been killing it man Love yeah it. yeah it's so cool so you know if you if you're not following quest love I, I definitely suggest doing it it's literally just him he has his phone or you know whatever propped up and then it's him just standing at a turntable at his mixing board and just playing music and doing his own thing he has some like phone number you can text him i don't know if you can like text requests or just text him anything so it's definitely worth checking out. I mean, I have my notification settings, so anytime he goes live, I get the notification. It's super cool just to check out. So, uh, Quest Love on Instagram, he's doing some DJ stuff. It's it's, it's pretty sweet. Uh, do you have any music that you would like to, to to promote to give the listeners to check out during this time? Yes, actually, just a couple. It'll be quick. Um, some some under well, not underdog, but obviously like the new Drake that came out, the uh, mm. the the Dark Lane demo tapes. There, it's cool. I, I'm doing things that, but I, I actually have some a couple underrated things. Uh, first of all. Nav just came out uh, with his good intentions. I love Nav. It's just it is what it, his music is what it is. But it's, it's I've always been a fan of his. He but he came out with this thing. I don't even know what you'd call, it, but it's called the Brown Boy Two Deluxe Version. It's basically two albums together. Um, nice. It goes. It, it goes. He has fourteen songs, and then it starts over with another eighteen songs. So in total, Damn. this this whole album on on Apple Music, thirty one songs. 
Uh, it's just great. I don't know. I just I really had a good time with that. I just downloaded uh, New Future High Off Life is going to be amazing. I can already tell you. I haven't checked it out yet. Uh, and new Roy Woods called Dem Times. That it's an EP. It's only a couple songs, but I like Roy Woods. Going to check them out. You said the Kalani. That's my other big thing. But my my underdog, my underrated album, R and B album that I've really been digging is two things. First of all, I talked about this last time, but uh, Tech Nine came out with Enter Fear. It's just love Tech Nine. I'm I'm a homer for him, but that's it, it, I, please go check out that album. I think <laughs> anyone who's not Tech Nine fan will enjoy that. The other thing that's very underrated is I don't know if you're a K-Camp fan, but he kind of does the same thing that Toy Lanes does every once in a while. Well, he'll just drop like an R&B-ish album. And he did that. As, uh, I guess it's this Kiss series. So Kiss 5 came out a, uh, a couple weeks ago. And it's just one of those things that probably not going to hear very many people talk about. It's not going to make huge waves probably. But I just really enjoyed it. I I, I think that he does a really good like low-key low job of just making solid music. So... I really would suggest that. Kiss 5 from K-Camp on that, too. Nice. Cool. Uh, yeah, definitely, you know, I've, I've written those down, so I'm definitely going to go check those out because, I mean, one, obviously all your recommendations are always good, but the music recommendations that that, uh, that you give out are always on point, always solid, and it's always, you know, it's not like, you know, I gave out Kehlani and Tory Lanez, you know, some of the biggest artists out there, but you always have, like, the underground yeah. uh, stuff that's well, always solid. I just constantly keep trying to download, man. Every day I go out there and I look for new things, and I'm just trying new things. You know, I'm up to, it's not anything crazy. This isn't, you know, I'm sure there's a lot more people, but I think I'm pushing 18 or 19 gigs of music on my phone right now. So it's just, you know, just trying to take in as much as possible, you know. For me, I don't really expand too much out of out of the genres that I listen to, but within those genres, I try to go hard because I that's just yeah. you know it's my sweet spot. So I don't know. Yeah, for sure. And uh, okay, so I have one more category that we usually at you know we get to the end and then we're like, oh, you know, you playing any games or anything new? But I got to tell you, this category I'm going to hit hard today. Uh, okay, we have been playing more. Ellen and I have been playing a lot more games lately. You know, there's only so so often. So, so many hours you can spend kind of staring at a TV screen and watching TV or watching movies or whatever. So we've been, we've been hitting the, the games hard, whether it's, uh, you know, board games or we've gone back to the old N64 and things like that. So I'm just going to run through some games real quick. She bought me, I mean, it's, it's been a while now, but she bought me this baseball dice game that is really sweet. I don't know exactly what it's called, but if you go online and just type in baseball dice game, I'm sure it'll come up. So it's yeah, it looks wooden, awesome. By the way, it's a wooden diamond that's cut out a piece of wood, a, a baseball diamond. You have two dice, and so you roll the dice, and each number or each you know, say you roll a one and a one, and that corresponds to a home run. Say you roll a two and a three, that's a double play. So you you know you just play baseball with these dice. It's pretty. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I don't. I think we've played a handful of times and. I, my record is 0-5, I think, for sure. I don't think I've beaten her. She bought this for me for Christmas or my birthday, and I have yet to win a game, so it's a little embarrassing. Uh, it's you know, it's getting to the point where I'm just not going to play anymore with her. I'm going to find somebody else to play with, uh, but a lot of fun. You know, it's something you, you pull it out, you have something on, you know, like you said, you have Triple D on TV or HGTV, and you, you're just rolling dice, having a good time, having some drinks, and just playing this fun game, so that one is cool. She got, I, like I said, if you just go on Google and type in baseball dice game. I guarantee it'll come up. Uh, another thing that we've been getting into that I know that you just downloaded, I saw, and a lot of people are downloading lately, is House Party. Uh, basically, to explain House Party, it's basically a FaceTime call 
but within that FaceTime call, there's games you can play. So they have Heads Up, they have uh, Trivia, they have this drawing game that we played a couple nights ago, and it was just, I mean, it was, we were dying. It, you know, one person draws, the other person has to try to guess what the person's drawing. And I know that Ellen and I have played together. I know my sister just downloaded it. Her mom just downloaded it. You and Kayla have it. So one of these nights, we're going to just have a, a big house party game night with you guys and then whoever else and just you know have fun. It's cool. It's free to download on Apple Music or on, on Apple apps. Uh, have you have you got? I know you downloaded it, but have you played any of the games on House Party yet? Yeah, we did. We did. It, it was a good time. Nice. It was. Yeah, it's a great idea. It's one of those things. It's like, well, how do how did we not think of that? Like, yeah, it seriously. just makes it just makes sense. You know. Yeah, like I said, basically just a FaceTime call, but then there's just games involved. It's like, yeah. damn, we missed out on a million dollar idea. Right, for sure. Uh, another, so taking it to the N64, Ellen has been just, she wants, she asked me to play Mario Party 2 a couple nights ago. And Can't man, open, don't it, open that door. Be, don't open that it's, door. It's so dangerous. It didn't get as bad as we thought, uh, or as I thought. She stole a star from me once, and I got a little upset, but I, I, I got to say, I'm almost positive. You can ask James and Spencer. We used to play all the time in college. I don't think I've ever lost at Mario Party on N64. I'm undefeated. Yeah. Todd from the Offended Podcast put on Facebook that he wants to smoke. So when this is all this quarantine's all over, we may have well, to have like a network Mario Party we night should. or something. We should. We should. Because I got to tell you something here. Um, Kayla tried doing that same thing, trying <laughs> try to open that door. But I'll give her a little bit of credit. She's it was her first time playing Mario Party. Mm. But you know, so I had to take it a little bit easy. But you know, still pure domination. But I will say yeah. this. N64, not so much my my stomping ground, but I'll tell you right now, GameCube. You give me on some GameCube oh, uh, Mario parties, which I do have a GameCube over here, Foshi. I uh, might be legendary. I don't know. Could okay. could be an all timer for me over here. I I might automatically just go to MJ status. I'm I'm not sure. <laughs> I kind of need some competition to to tell me if I'm way out of place or or not. Yeah, the, the GameCube was a system I never got into, but uh, I, I mean, I'll definitely give it a shot. I'll, I'll try it out. But N64, I'm telling you, one of these nights, we're going to have to all get together when this quarantine is over and we're going to have to have a game night. Uh, I've actually looked into, I found out that I've, I've been debating whether or not to get a Nintendo Switch. Uh, and I found out a couple nights ago that they have Mario Party on the Switch. So uh, the next media check-in, I might have a Switch update here. Yeah. I might have to just have to buy one and just, because it looks, it's pretty oh, yeah. sweet. Everything I've heard is that they're awesome. So. Oh yeah. And the updated Mario Party games are, are really great. <laughs> good. Yeah. So uh, two things that I'm going to run through real quick are James and I have started a Madden online league together. We're playing uh, just, you know, for fun. It's, it's cool. It's, you know, we play and then we, you know, we played it. We actually just finished up a game against each other. He, he beat me, unfortunately. But uh, it's just, you know, it's cool to play with other people and not just play against the computer every once in a while. The other thing I've decided that I'm going to get into uh it's totally, I feel like, completely random, but I saw, I've seen it in TV shows all the time and people play it. I actually am going to order one today, a game set, when I get done recording this episode. Is I have decided it's quarantine. I need a new game. I need something to get into. I'm going to learn how to play backgammon. I'm going to oh. buy a backgammon set and learn how to play backgammon. It is in Lost. Uh, it's a big thing in Lost where they talk about backgammon. John Locke plays. It is in man. I, we were just watching a TV show a couple days ago, and I can't remember what it was. Where they were playing backgammon, and it's just a game that I have no idea how to play. I've seen people play, but I literally—I know it's black and white pieces, but I don't know how they move. I don't know what they do. But I so I've decided that I'm going to go on Amazon and buy a backgammon set and just learn how to play. I would love to know how to also. So once you learn, let me teach me, and then we'll play each other because I'm I'm down for that, and I, I respect yeah. that. I love that. I love that I you're just, doing that. I just, you know, it's it's quarantine. I want to do something new. I want to learn a new game and, and 
I, like I said, see backgammon all the time. And I was like, that's something I have literally, it's completely foreign. If you were to set a backgammon set in front of me, I wouldn't know how to set it up. I wouldn't know how the pieces move, how to play, how to roll the dice, anything. So I've decided that I'm going to buy a set on Amazon. I love that. They're like 40 bucks. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to buy one. I love it. it. And then I'm gonna, literally, anytime somebody comes over, I'm going to pull backgammon out and we're going to learn to play together. Love so, it. No, something yeah. new I can teach Hell yeah. People. Yeah, man. Yeah. Do you have any uh, any any games that you've been playing? Anything that you've been uh, any new or just I mean in general two K updates or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sticking to you know still two K once in a while. But really, to be honest with a you, duty? Uh, Call of Duty is just taking over the world. You know, um, and it's been really fun. It's taking me back to the old days when the whole crew used to get on and you know you're talking to people and you're playing. You know, you play Warzone with in Call of Duty. You really do have to communicate. You know, you're playing with three or four other people, and uh, I'm sorry, two or three other people. And it really is fun, you know, because you're bullshitting with whatever. But then you also actually have to have some kind of strategy. You know, you're not. It's very hard to win that game on on mute. Which by with that, what I mean by that is just without talking to anybody. So it's been really fun. It's been really entertaining. It's been cool to have enough time to actually play. You know, on the weekends here and there. The other interesting thing, Foshi, that is not necessarily like the game's different, but you know, a few weeks ago, the the St. Louis Blues had a uh, an NHL 20 tournament. And so what they were doing is they had one tournament for Xbox players, one tournament for PlayStation players, and they would span that out over the course of four weekends. And the winner, first place, first, second, and third place, would get different, basically, things from the Blues. So autograph sticks, pucks, season tickets, or not season tickets, but like ticket things, uh, bonus things for next season, all these things. And it made me thinking, why aren't teams just doing this all the time? I mean, every team could have you know, you, you set it up. You, you and they, by the way, they only let 500 players, so it was a 500 player max tournament. You play a one round Saturday, the next round Sunday, and you do that for three or four weekends, whatever it is. Um, and it's just a good time, man. I I got my ass kicked, but I I wanted I I was lucky enough to get in the 500 person nice. round. Awesome. So I I won the first round just because my other person didn't show up. Uh, and then I got to the second round on Sunday, and I, I you know I lost three to two. I, I did not play well, but then again, I I download I re-downloaded the game just to play this because I haven't nice. played NHL in a long time. But I just thought, well, why not give it a shot for these sports games to win? You know, an autograph puck, whatever. The other cool thing that they had doing is that they had a couple Blues players in each lobby. So I think Pareko was playing. Um, I forget who else. Maybe Steen, not Steen. I can't. Gunnarsson, I think Gunnarsson maybe. And so that's the other th- thing that I think would be a great idea. You know, if these teams could do these kind of ideal for like maybe. Maybe the money goes to charity or something, but yeah. how cool would it be to be in the mix and just be like, oh, you just match up against your, you know, somebody like Colton Pareko or, you know, if you're if you're a, a playing an NBA, you know, for somebody like me, if you know the Nuggets, I play against, you get matched up against Jamal Murray or something, you you get to talk to him. Same thing, you get your headset on, you get to talk to him and kind of BS with them as you're as you're playing, and who knows, maybe even beat your, you know, your real yeah. life athlete. You know, um, it, it it was cool, man, and I I just. I loved the idea behind it. I thought that they could really during the if the virus is going to stay around and they're not and we're going and we are going to postpone these seasons. Let's just say that happens. Man, you could have monthly, weekly tournaments. Video games are are a huge thing. Why not just take advantage of it? And I was glad to see the Blues do it. I'm hoping that they do it more often. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that is awesome. And I knew that you you like entered to entered to get into it. I didn't realize that you got in. That's really cool. Um yeah, I don't know why more teams and more leagues don't do that. You know, you see like the NBA has the 2K league that they do. And I know the NBA was doing like players versus players and FIFA was doing the same thing. But yeah, I don't know why they don't let, like just do yeah like a, a tournament or a league. And then 
you know, the players put in money or, you know, you get well, something from the team store. It doesn't make sense. Like why they wouldn't do that. It sounds like it, easy and fun to do. Yeah. I mean, and this one was free. So this, I think this money went to charity, but like, even if you did, I mean, $5 buy-in, you get 500 yeah. people. I mean, that could, a lot of money could go, even if you didn't go to charity and went to the team, you know, I don't know, or team staff or something like people would jump all over that. It would be, it would be a, an e- super easy, but a, a very quickly spreading thing, I think. Yeah, hope, yeah. Maybe you know, as, as this goes on, or you know, even when it's not going on, maybe we'll see in the off season. We'll see some some games or tournaments or something happen. Yeah. Uh, but that is all of the media that I have. Do you have anything else that that you want to hit before we get out of here? Man, not that I can think of. I just I feel like there's so much. We talked about this before. I feel like there's things that we're forgetting actually. And uh, you know, I know Eve. We sat here and played on the thought on the games or the 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 video games overall or the music. I mean, you could just keep keep pulling more and more stuff. And I I just think that. Overall, there's probably a lot that we're we're missing, but I think that just goes to speak about how much we're actually taking in. That we might actually be missing a couple things here and there, and then our, we can already tell our lists are long as it is. So overall, um, I do wanted to people to know out there though is that like we are still very fortunate to have our jobs and be working. So we're very fortunate for that and uh, grateful for that. Um, so all of this is on top of the the regular work week, you know. Uh, and so I think that also speaks to the, just the time that we're in the virus and, and just us doing our part, staying home, staying quarantined is that like, we're taking in this much stuff on top of work. It's just, it's just a different place, but I, I, it's, it's cool though. When you think back, I, I I think that it's a cool thing that we're able to kind of take in so much from different places and different media forms overall. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely say that my media intake has grown. I mean, a lot and, uh, I don't think I okay. So we did an episode where we did like our phone screen time. I think my phone screen time has maybe gone down or stayed yeah. the same, but yeah, me, me my too. overall screen time has for sure gone up. So I I'm glad that we don't have those numbers because it would yeah. probably be embarrassing. Yeah, but, same. And I would suggest to everybody out there if you believe in the blue light glasses, like invest in some man because I know there's been some days where I'm like my eyes and head is like I, I, yeah. I I'm staring. I'm probably averaging like 18 hours on the screen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know, like I said, they're, they're, we're, we're taking in a lot. We're gonna keep taking in a lot because I don't see us leaving anytime soon or, or doing anything. But I mean, this was one of our more jam-packed media episodes. I would say media check-in episodes. We we gave a lot of recommendations out there. So, uh, you know, if if you take anything that we recommend or you want to l- let us know about things that we maybe have missed, let us know. Uh, going off topic pod at gmail.com. We always want to hear from listeners. We always want to have a conversation. That's going off topic pod at gmail.com. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're always looking for new followers, new new ideas, new topics. You know, it's let us know on social media there. Uh, like we said it before, but I'm going to say it again. Shout out and welcome to the Offended Podcast. They're joining the Anything But Credible Network. They just dropped their first episode, an interview with Grant Fear, among other things. That was really awesome. So go give them a listen. Uh, you can check that out on anything, anythingbutcredible.com. All of the podcasts and blogs are there. So give them a listen. Make sure to hit that subscribe button get everything there all of the network blogs and podcasts so all the going off topic stuff and also all the anything for credible podcast stuff is there too so one-stop shop for a bunch of good stuff shout out to fizzard beats for the intro and outro groove and as always keep it off topic